Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, welcome into another episode of the Wolverine Live Recruiting Show. I'm your host, DJ Holland, alongside me is my co-host, Zach Libby. We are back for another episode this week. Uh, started off as, as a bit of a slow week, but starting to get some momentum here with some upcoming decisions we'll talk about that we'll talk about the new rankings which i'm sure everybody wants to talk about but before we do that i want to invite you guys to subscribe to our youtube channel for free get uh, consistent updates on all the videos we drop we're trying to release new videos on on a basically daily basis so make sure to subscribe get alerts every time we drop a new video like this uh video it helps us get in front of other Michigan fans that maybe haven't found the channel yet. So like and subscribe for sure. Um, and also subscribe to the Wolverine.com today. Football season is right around the corner. You want to get the latest on Michigan recruiting the team. Uh, get over to the Wolverine.com right now. Sign up for $99 for an annual membership. Uh, that also includes coverage of NIL, transfer portal, basketball, basketball recruiting, and so much more. Plus, you get to be part of a great message board community over on the court with more than 8,000 unique individual users. 
come join the uh, best fan site on the On3 network. And uh, we have the numbers to prove it, uh, thanks to our overlord, Shannon Terry. So uh, come subscribe today and appreciate you guys for joining this show tonight. I know we are off to a bit of a late start. So last housekeeping item, um, this is the Super Chat show. So if you have a question, you do have to click that little money sign that donates to us and uh, helps us get on the road and see recruits across the country. Football season's around the corner, so uh, the Super Chats are definitely appreciated. I'm actually going to go watch a Michigan Commit workout this week. Zach Libby is getting ready to head out to a 7-on-7 tournament, so doing a little bit of uh, dead period work as well. So appreciate it, guys. Uh, thanks again for everybody that's coming on the show and and uh, and showing uh, support. So let's go ahead and start off with the new rankings. On3 has released its updated On300 rankings for the 2024 recruiting class. A lot of movement, some guys moving up, some guys moving down. Zach, what were maybe the three biggest takeaways that you had uh, from this on three rankings update. I mean, really quick, um, Jordan Marshall's number 31 in the country. So five-star status, if he stays in that vicinity by the end of the final rankings for 24. Um, another one, three 24 commits making the on 300 debuts and um, both of them on the defensive side of the ball. And then the last one is just um, – Michigan's quarterback dropping 76 spots. Um, those are the three biggest takeaways, if to say it really fast. Yeah, I mean, for me, um, you know, it was definitely the athletes moving in. So Cole Sullivan and Jaden Smith, two guys that are not necessarily, don't necessarily have a defined position right now, but you can see the athletic potential. So I'll kind of throw it back to you, Zach, to talk about Cole. But first, I want to hit on Jaden Smith. Going from a three-star prospect, I believe a low or mid-three-star prospect, now to the number 249 overall recruit nationally. Smith is listed as a linebacker out of West Charlotte. You see he's about six foot two and a half, 195 pounds. So he's definitely on the lighter side. But, man, people are really starting to catch on. It was actually ESPN that ranked him first at number 102, which isn't a surprise because I think Smith really had his breakout from a media standpoint at the Under Armour Charlotte camp, which is partnered with ESPN. Uh, so ESPN, UC Report, Under Armour all come together for the camps in the offseason. And that's where Jaden Smith had a really strong performance. If you go back to late April, I believe, I was actually there at the Under Armour Charlotte event and wrote, hey, I think Michigan might have found something here. Like Chris Partridge looks like he got a really good evaluation in uh, on Jaden Smith. Fast forward to now, and he's obviously committed to the Wolverines. And he is a huge pickup, especially when you consider the fact that Michigan missed on Aaron Childs, right? So you needed to have a guy that could uh, come in and fill one of those linebacker roles, and Jaden Smith can certainly do that. Yes, he is on the light side, but he has the frame to add a lot of good weight. The other thing I really like about Smith, or the two things that really stood out to me about Smith at the camp, uh, were his length. One, I mean, he has really, really long arms for a backer, and, and only being listed at six foot two. Um, and the other thing was just his ability in pass coverage. He was a consistent top performer when they ran 
one-on-one. So you can see the athletic skill set. You can see the speed. He can get sideline to sideline. It makes him a really good fit for what Michigan does defensively under Jesse Minter. So I'm really excited about Jaden Smith stealing, and it's really cool to see him starting to blow up from a, a rankings perspective. Uh, just uh, you know, going back to that camp in April, it's it's kind of crazy because Michigan had just offered him like a couple of days before that, and he was a complete unknown. And I think some people were even asking if the offer was real. And then you know, having a positive eval uh, of him coming out of the camp and now seeing him blow up has been pretty cool so definitely exciting for for Jaden Smith I, I will be seeing him live again next month so I'll be making the trip out to to Charlotte to see him in a game and then on the flip side of the coin you also had Cole Sullivan kind of the same thing three-star recruit moving all the way up into the top 300 Zach you had a chance to go see Cole Sullivan live I believe a couple of months ago and you came away with a positive eval of him as well and now he's one of the biggest rankings risers. What did you see out of Sullivan when you went out to his practice? I mean, yeah, he probably would have been the on 300 sooner had he done off-season camps. I mean, he's one of those rarities where he didn't need to go to those national circuits to get as high of a ranking as he did. Um, I talked to his dad, and if you want to read the story, go on the Wolverine. He, we were, he was saying, like, by the morning of Monday, so that's when the on 300 rankings came out, he was watching film and he was basically thinking like, my son's film isn't as different as what the other guys are in the on 300. And then sure enough, we give him that four-star ranking. I mean, for someone so highly athletic, I mean, he's a terrific basketball player. He's on the football field. He's multi-positional versatile, like on defense, he can play the nickel. Um, He can line up at safety whether it's strong box, uh, you can play center field uh, on central Catholics defense. He's though starting will on the weak side for the linebacker spot, but at six, three and 200 pounds, he hits well above his weight. Um, he's one of those guys who has that keen act of hitting beyond the target. Um, he, it's, you know, people have called him like missile, like a missile. Like he just knows how to throw his body around for, and for being six, three and 200 pounds, he is extremely dangerous and such a threat for offensive players. Um, he's one, I think, I wish I was able to see him more um, considering, you know, it was only a spring practice. Uh, There's a couple of times where just events didn't work out, but he's one in the fall where I think people are going to honestly see just the type of ceiling that Michigan is going to get out of him. Um, the excitement level of putting him in different positions on Michigan's defense and what someone like Chris Partridge and Jesse Minter can do um, with him. And talking to his dad again, like the coaching staff is just enthralled with what uh, Cole Sullivan brings to the table. Um, there's one thing that we'll see how he can do physically, like his physical ceiling. Um, like I said, he's 200 pounds. We'll see how much weight he can get put on, but on the direction of Ben Herbert, um, you know, I could easily see 20 and 15, 20 to 15 to 20 pounds by the end of his freshman year. So, no, I'm really looking forward to seeing him in this fall. I'm hoping to hope maybe see a practice next month and just to get a better look. But, yeah, we'll come game in this fall. It's going to be very, you know, his highlight reel is going to be insane. And I think Michigan fans are going to be very excited as they already are right now. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, both Sullivan and Jaden Smith have extremely high ceilings. Uh, really excited about both of their potential and excited to see where they line up on the defensive side of the ball. I think Jaden Smith will be 
more of a traditional backer. I think Cole Sullivan has uh, a lot of flexibility. You have Mason Curtis, who's also a defensive athlete with a lot of flexibility. So Michigan finding really athletic guys that they can turn into something. And uh, when you look at those three guys from a development standpoint, there's arguably no better place for them than Michigan just because they get top-tier coaching, but they also get top-tier development in the strength and conditioning program with Ben Herbert. Uh, being kind of a, a raw athlete with a, lot, with a lot of natural gifts, I think it's beneficial to end up um, at a place like Michigan where you know development is paramount. And so, yeah, I, I think there's a lot to like about, two of, uh, about both of those guys. Uh, let's go back to Jordan Marshall. Um, and, and you see the, the on 300 scrolling and you see lots of Michigan commits there. Uh, I think there were 12 on 300 Michigan commits. So, uh, busting the myth that on three hates Michigan, but, uh, let's go to Jordan Marshall, who is another big riser in the on three rankings. Now, uh, borderline five-star ranked as the number 31 overall recruit in the country. Like you mentioned, Zach, the number two running back nationally. Uh, it's really interesting because when you look at the industry comparison tool, on three has them obviously the highest at 31. But you recently saw 24-7 drop him all the way down to 199. So that's a big gap. I'm in the happy middle. I have Jordan Marshall graded and have, have, have had him graded uh, since the end of his junior year as a top 75 to 100 player just because there's been nothing else uh, – that he's really done in the offseason other than participating in that Under Armour camp, which Zach got to see uh, in Ohio. But I haven't really had a live look at him, so my evaluation has stayed um, kind of the same. Do you think Jordan Marshall should be a five-star prospect? Because he would be in that range if the rankings ended today. Yes. I mean, I've seen him live, right? <laughs> like, I've, see, I've seen him at a game. I've seen him at the camp. And at the game – if you rush for 16, 16 carries on 162 yards and two touchdowns in the first half alone, like that's all I need to see. But I think he really benefited from going to that Under Armour camp in Columbus because he was wavering, right? Like he didn't really need to go. He, he's committed. He has the ranking. Like what else is there to prove? But, you know, he was he got out there. He tested in the rain. And keep in mind, this was monsoon rain. So everyone's measurables didn't really stack up to how they're normally verified, but for someone like him to run like a sub four, six in treacherous conditions, like it, it for a kid who normally runs like a four, four at his size and stature, um, he's definitely over at least two Oh five right now, still five eleven. but he is one that I think is going to benefit a ton from how's, Archbishop Muller is going to run scheme-wise, um, more so being more involved in the passing game. I think that's the only reason why I think a site like 247 or ESPN would drop him so low, um, maybe believing he's so one-dimensional. But, again, he's he straight up said, like, he's going to get more passes. I have seen him split out wide in a game in the playoffs of the quarterfinals against a team with four power five bound <laughs> Uh, secondary prospects. So he is one that is shifty. He's aware in the open field. Um, he's stocky. He can bounce off tackles. He makes multiple make people make the tackle when he's in the open field. He's just one that I think Charles Power put it best, right, in that tweet yes, this earlier today. Like, if you're going to build a prototypical running back that Michigan loves, it's Jordan Marshall. 
And the reason why we keep saying five stars is that by the end of the 2024 rankings are done. So by February, we're going to have 32 five stars. So if he stays the course, he's going to be at this point, one of two running backs to get a five star. And that's normally the cause, you know, annually in rankings just because of how running backs are valued. So no, I'm extremely excited to see what he can do versus versus show off his versatility in the fall against elite competition in Southern Ohio and the Catholic league. So, yeah, I mean, to go back to your point, yes, I think he's going to stay at number 31 barring injuries or any, you know, um, you know, uh, let less of an active role in the offense, but I don't see that happening whatsoever. So yeah, I think Michigan fans are going to again, be really looking forward to see what he can do production wise, um, as a senior. We have a big super chat coming in from Cody Frazier, $10. He says, outside of Aaron Scott, who are a couple of kids that both of you see at the top of the board, regardless of position? There are only a handful of 2024 recruits left at the wide receiver spot. Um, you have Gatlin Bear, top 100 recruit, who's looking to make a decision in early August. Michigan trending in a good spot there, still battling Boise State. And Oregon, you also have Ryan Wingo, Five-star wideout made an official visit to Michigan last month. Looks like he's taking his recruitment deep into the process, which helps Michigan, but still a long shot there. And Jordan Ship, who we'll talk about shortly, is still at the top of the board as well. Michigan battling North Carolina for his services. Outside of the wide receivers, you have Zaquan Patterson, top 100 defensive back out of South Florida. Michigan battling Miami in that recruitment. You have four-star edge. Jacob Smith, who is set to make his decision here soon. We'll talk about him in the next segment, but Michigan, the favorite there. Uh, you also have Bennett Warren on 300 offensive lineman out of Texas. Um, no real decision timeline for him. Leaders have consistently changed from Michigan to Texas A&M to Tennessee. Oklahoma's in the mix there. So a lot of moving parts with Bennett Warren, but he is still at the top of the board as well. Zach, did I miss anybody? Brian Robinson. Brian Robinson's still on the board, but not really top of the board guy. So, uh, you know, if Michigan gets a commitment from Jacob Smith here soon, then I think that's the end of the Brian Robinson discussion. So those are pretty much the guys that are kind of left on the 2024 board. I'm sure it'll expand. I'm sure there will be some new names added, but uh, just really a handful of prospects left right now outside of uh, Aaron Scott, who's obviously the, the biggest of the fish right now. Um, let's wrap up on, on the rankings talk, Zach. Um, Jaden Davis is obviously uh, one a lot of fans are asking about and, and wondering about. Um, he moved down more than 70 spots, down to number 188, I believe. How do you feel about that ranking for Jaden Davis? Based on how on three evaluated him at the Elite 11 finals, I felt like a drop was going to happen. Um, if you go back on the Wolverine, there are multiple articles that we have done talking to on three scouting director Charles Power, who was there at the Elite 11 finals, who watched every single throw of Jane Davis. And, you know, mechanics wise, he was saying, you know, prolonged release, um, just, um, little things that can be, you know, sharpened up um, compared to the others who had outstanding uh, days and, you know, the, the pro day or, 
the little individual drills that elite 11 loves to do. But um, I, I didn't really assume it was going to be that low, but again, there are quite a few who are in that 170, 200 ish range. So I guess it's more so seeing how they're going to do it as a senior, right? So what they take from elite 11 finals, how they progress in fall camp and then, um, you know, go off as, on good of a note as possible, but yeah, I, the reason why I don't say I didn't think he'd finish that far is just because lead 11 had him as a finalist, right? Like the actual lead 11 had him as one of the 11 top quarterbacks. Um, you know, the third day of that seven on seven, there, the third day of elite 11 finals, there was a seven on seven portion. And that's when Davis really shined, right? Like four touchdown passes, two of them were deep on the seam. Like, um, it really showcased who he was as a game game manager and a field general and someone who can dissect plays and um, re- react to game situations. So I, I think it's more so they're just expecting on three is just expecting a really big year from Jane Davis. And I think that's what everyone should expect. But, you know, reigning Gatorade of the player of the year award again, uh, state championship again. Um, over 3,000 yards passing again. Like, there's an opportunity for Davis to really hone in and climb back to where he originally was on on three in the top 100. So I think it's more so just wait and see how he does um, come August, and then we'll know more of how he did this offseason, um, how he used Elite 11 to improve himself by November when the state championship happens. Yeah, I mean, I am uh, actually a little higher on Jaden Davis than on three is. I've had the same evaluation since November, top 100 and top 100 to 150 kind of area is where I've had Jaden Davis for several months. Um, I don't have really that much of an issue with dropping him down to 187. I'm doing a deep dive on all the commits as we get into football season, and I think I like the lowest I possibly had him when I was going through updating evals would be 175, um, 187 not being that far away from that. But what I have more of an issue with when it comes to Jaden Davis is the position ranking. So I don't really care about the overall ranking, and here's why. It's a weak year at quarterback. It is arguably the worst quarterback class I've seen in the last 10 years. Like I do not like a lot of these quarterbacks. It's really not just Jaden Davis. Everybody's like, why are you so low on Jaden Davis? I'm low on a lot of these quarterbacks. I don't like them. Like I, I really am not a fan of many of these 2024 20, quarterbacks. I think it's a really bad year at the position. I do not think there are even 13 quarterbacks worthy of being in the top 200. I really don't. And uh, I think there's close to 10 in like the top 100, which is absolutely absurd. We shouldn't reward the quarterback position just because it's a glamour position. If it's a bad year at the quarterback position, rank them uh, appropriately that way. So I have no issue with Jaden Davis being 187 if his position ranking was a little higher, if that makes sense, because the quarterback should have low rankings because there aren't a lot of them that are very good. Um, I think Jaden Davis is a clear top 12 quarterback. On uh, on three has him outside of the top 12. Um, As far as rankings movement upwards, I don't think there's 
much Jaden Davis can do to climb back up. I know Zach offered a little bit more of an optimistic take, but Jaden Davis is going to put up numbers in the fall. He has a great team around him. He has two Division One pass catchers in Jordan Ship and Michigan commit Channing Goodwin. He has an absolute monster offensive tackle in David Sanders. Providence Day is a historically good program. They just have good high school football players. Davis is going to put up numbers. I think when you look at Elite 11 or, you know, I see a lot of people upset with Jaden Davis getting judgment on what he did in shorts. When you look at what the quarterbacks are doing in shorts, it's an extra evaluation tool. It's not the only evaluation tool. So what Jaden Davis did in the fall also pops up when he throws in shorts. And that is the little bit of the elongation, the inconsistency um, on the deep ball, the uh, control issues that, uh, that we see on Friday nights. I went out to three Providence Day games Every single game, he threw a screen pass into the dirt. So it's more so just those control issues. And like I said, the accuracy issues that are covered up a little bit by having star wide receivers on the outside. Now, those are the negative things about Jaden Davis, along with him being on the shorter side and having limited athleticism, which is he's not going to become a dual threat guy overnight. Like he's, he's just not. I think he is what he is athletically. But the great things about Jaden Davis are what you saw in that seven-on-seven portion, uh, which you alluded to, Zach, is the ability to process, the ability to be a field general, to manage the game. Michigan doesn't need an elite, elite quarterback to win a national title. They need a very good quarterback, and Jaden Davis can be that. He is a very high IQ football player. He's not a – even though he's not a true threat with his legs, he's not a statue in the pocket, he has great pocket awareness and pocket presence. Um, and he can be a guy that just leads teams down the field and, and scores. You're not going to lose because of Jaden Davis. I don't think you'll w- necessarily win on Jaden Davis's shoulders. But I think if you surround him with talent like Jordan Marshall and Brady Prescorn and Hogan Hansen and have an offensive line with Andrew Sprague and Blake Frazier, I mean, Jaden Davis can be extremely successful so yeah i i have Jaden davis ranked a little higher than on three i think the faults are pretty apparent but uh i think the strengths also play in his favor at a place like michigan he's built for a pro style offense so i think he'll be completely fine um in ann arbor and uh for everybody saying that it's because Jaden davis's dad hates me it uh, really has nothing to do with that. I've had the same grade of Jaden Davis since November, and I'm now higher on Jaden Davis than Charles Power of on three is. So um, my beef is more with the, the overvaluing of quarterbacks this cycle. It's just, like I said, it's a historically weak year. Um, let's go ahead and preview some decisions before we get out of here. I think that's enough rankings Chatter. Actually, Zach, I'm going to ask you a rapid-fire question. Give me one ranking you really hated. I think dropping Elias Rudolph to a three-star is unnecessary. Um, if it's a weight problem, I mean, that will get fixed at Michigan. He's 6'3", 200 pounds, exactly like Cole Sullivan. But as a speed rusher, as a guy who can 
as you like to put it, put his pin his ears back and get to the quarterback. I think you can't find a better prospect who believes in what Michigan has to offer him than Elias Rudolph. Um, again, another Ohio prospect that Michigan was able to steal away from Ohio State. I think that has that should merit enough too to deserve a four star. So, um, yeah, I, I I think that's as someone who's a first team All State twice two years in a row and averaged like I think he totaled 18 sacks last year like that's going to change by the end of the year I, I I'm for I fully believe that my biggest uh hate of the Michigan commits rankings was probably dropping Andrew Sprague like more than 20 spots um I don't think he did anything this offseason to warrant a drop I think he's the best of the five Michigan offensive line commits I think he's going in the wrong direction. He should actually be going up. I believe that he's a top 100 talent with the ability to be a first or second round draft pick. So uh, Andrew Sprague now ranked as the number 141 overall recruit on on three. Uh, 24-7 recently updated their rankings. They did move him up. I would like to see Sprague move back up. I know it's hard to project offensive tackles. But uh, he's a guy that I'm really, really high on and uh, think will outplay his ranking. And lastly, one guy we didn't talk about, and this has nothing to do with hate, but Devin Baxter was one of the biggest risers as well. We didn't talk about him. We talked about Jaden Smith and Cole Sullivan. He's in the thumbnail. So just wanted to quickly hit on him. Um, He is ranked as the number 199 overall recruit. I accidentally put him at number 200. So... Uh, looks like he's a spot higher than I wrote he was. He, um, he he jumped a spot higher today. So he was at 200. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so now so he, inside the, the top 200, everybody knows how much I've been banging the Devin Baxter drum. I love Devin Baxter. I mean, six foot five, two thirty five, super long, has the body frame to add another 30 pounds to, uh, to that frame really easily. Super high upside, low, uh, low floor. But, uh, man, I think he can hit that ceiling at a place like Michigan and be an absolute monster and one of the next best uh, edges to come out of Michigan. So just wanted to hit quickly hit on Devin Baxter. Remember, guys, this is the Super Chat Show. Uh, we did start a little late tonight, and we are going a little long. We're actually only going to do two segments. We're going to preview some decisions here. But before we do, I do have to read this Lewis Jewelers uh, message. We want to take a moment to shout out Lewis Jewelers, our longtime sponsor of the Tuesday Night Recruiting Show and a longtime partner of the Wolverine. Simple question, guys. Have you taken care of that gift for the special woman in your life? If the answer is no, the great news is Lewis Jewelers can help. It's stress-free and it's easy working with one of their non-commissioned expert trusted advisors finding that perfect diamond. So stop by today, guys, and take care of the wives, mothers, and grandmothers in your lives. And if you don't have any of those in your lives, well, you can get yourself a gift and just be super selfish. Um, like I said, you can get one of those dog tags or any other type of jewelry if you're into that. Uh, Lewis Jewelers is your diamond store and so much more since 1921. Visit them at their location, 300 South Maple Road in Ann Arbor, or online at lewisjewelers.com. That's lewisjewelers.com, where Ann Arbor and the world gets engaged. Okay, let's go to decision previews. Um, four-star edge, Jacob Smith. Looks like he's making a decision this week. Zach, what is your prediction? Yeah, I mean, I had a prediction maybe like two minutes after you posted yours in <laughs> the middle of May. Um, yeah, I mean, from what 
feels like a Michigan-Nebraska battle. Um, Matt Rule and his coaching staff have done a great job with um, making him like a focal point of the class. Um, I think there's more – I think they can use a more fluidity on their defense, I think. Um, you know, I obviously – there's a rebuild going on in Lincoln, but you know, the, the opportunity to be a focal point and uh, a representative of building that program back up, I think speaks to him quite a bit. Um, but then in Michigan, obviously he went to two visits in the month of June um, once unofficially with his brother, uh, Gerard Smith at the end of June. And then he took his official visits with Gerard by his side the first weekend of June. But yeah, I mean, Mike Elston, defensive line coach, he does a great job with the state of Connecticut um, in those boarding schools up there. Um, he's done a great job just establishing connections with both brothers, making them each, you know, pitching that opportunity for them to remain close. Um, you know, they're all best friends. I feel like they never leave each other's side. So doing the same thing for another four years, I think that's just something you can't uh, turn away. And then obviously the fact Michigan is vying for another national championship. I think that's the goal this year and not just to finish second or third in the big, in their big 10 division, like Nebraska. So um, the plus which Dylan Roney, the pass rush specialist, he's done a fabulous job during the official visit slate to sit down and go over the X's and O's part of it with every, uh, you know, pass rush specialist um, that Michigan is going after. So, yeah, I think everything is lined up for Michigan to lose out this recruitment. Um, I think it'd just be hard to beat what everything that Michigan can provide as a package, um, despite, you know, Nebraska's grand push to make him um, a star in that town. So, yeah, I know it's July 13th at noon, so I'm, I, I, don't, I don't expect to change my prediction right now. Yeah, I've had a prediction in for uh, Michigan since uh, late April was actually when we put those predictions in, so still feel pretty – Confident there, no reason to change it. Uh, wrote that to, in tonight's uh, Blue Chips, which you can find over at thewolverine.com. Like Nebraska has made him a top priority. They're making him feel like home. It's uh, the school that produced our producer, Megan, and uh, she's rooting hard for the Huskers, but I think she'll have a sad night tonight as uh, she realizes that Jacob Smith is trending towards Michigan. Uh, but no, I, I, I really feel like the Wolverines have done everything possible here. Those two visits were huge. I think Jacob just had to come to his own decision and not just go to Michigan because Jacob, because Gerard was going to Michigan. I think Jacob wanted to come to his own decision. I think the idea of playing at Nebraska and carving out his own path was appealing, but I think the Wolverines have done everything here. And look, Aside from Gerard being committed, I mean, Michigan just checks all the boxes. He has a great relationship with Stafford Dylan Roney. Uh, he knows Mike Elston is a great teacher along the defensive line. He knows he can get great development in the strength and conditioning program under Ben Herbert. So everything that Jacob's looking for, he can find at Michigan, you know, whether his brother was there or not. So, you know, I think having Gerard committed there is just a plus. So I would be surprised if Michigan doesn't close with Jacob Smith this week. Uh, let's go ahead and end the show with Jordan Ship, uh, three-star wide receiver out of Charlotte, Providence Day. Obviously, same school as Jaden Davis and Channing Goodwin. Michigan holds the lead on the on-three recruiting prediction machine at 79%. I do not have a prediction in for Michigan. Zach does. How are you feeling about your prediction with 
less than a week to go before Jordan Ship pulls. Remember that decision is coming July 16th. He went on his official visits on the 2nd, and I think he was only one of four official visitors. Didn't have a prediction then, but then he went back for Victor's weekend. And keep in mind, he was only one of five uncommitted targets to be on campus for that, you know, that grand spectac- spectacular festival that Michigan puts on for the commits, and 14 of them were there. Um, I think, it, well, 14 of them showed up, and then they left with two commits in Jeremiah Beasley and Devin Baxter. And that also that group also included Jane Davis, who flew directly from Elite 11 for the event, and then Channing Goodwin took his official visit that weekend too. And I think just based on what we – we're both told and what I was specifically told from, you know, guys who hung out with Jordan, like he just felt, I think it did the, I think the camaraderie and having all those guys in one place to pitch Jordan to, I guess, continue being teammates with his brothers. I mean, we've both been to Providence day. We've seen how he interacts with someone like Channing Goodwin and Jaden. Um, they have personally both, made the pitch to come home, you know, quotations home. Um, the the chemistry between Channing, Jaden, and Jordan is something that wide receivers coach Ron Bellamy has um, pitched often, and Ship has been on, I think, six or seven visits going back to June of last year, and I think all of them were with his teammates. So there's so much familiarity with – the program there's a lot of familiarity and respect levels for ron bellamy who was a former teammate of channing goodwin's dad jonathan so i think it just it all falls into place the problem is just north carolina really impressed and i know you got a lot of intel from that visit but yeah i until north carolina just flat out runs away with it i'm going to keep my prediction for michigan it just makes too much sense yeah, I just have no reason to make a prediction right now, even with, you know, less than a week to go before his decision. I mentioned it on last week's show. Uh, I'm not sure if it was the Tuesday or the Wednesday show, but I said I'm really afraid of North Carolina, and I'm still really afraid of North Carolina. I would not be surprised if North Carolina lands Jordan Ship. And the positives for Michigan are everything that was mentioned. He's a teammate of uh, Jaden Davis and Channing Goodwin. Both of those guys have been recruiting him hard. He has a tremendous relationship with Ron Bellamy. He made two visits in June that were extremely positive. He knows everything there is to know about Michigan. I don't think there is anything else Michigan can show him. I think the Wolverines are obviously still right there, and I think he's probably having a tough time with that decision right now. But, you know, North Carolina offers him an opportunity to stay closer to home. There's a lot of optimism coming out of Chapel Hill. There's still some optimism coming out of Ann Arbor. So right now, I don't think this is a lock for Michigan. I still think this is very much a could go in either direction. And I wouldn't be surprised at what school he lands at. So uh, still no prediction for me. That's really the latest. I'm sure we'll have even more intel on tomorrow's Wednesday show. So come back to our YouTube channel. And uh, join me tomorrow for the Q&A show. You guys can ask me any questions you want without having to click the Super Chat button, though you are still free to do that. Uh, make sure to like this video and subscribe to our YouTube channel in general. 
uh, get updates every time we release a new video and help us get in front of other Michigan fans so we have more interaction. Appreciate everybody that joined us tonight. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text HOPE NY in New York.